Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 109 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And today's question was sent by uh, Barbara. And uh, she writes, Dear Vidas and Osha, you are very welcome. Your emails have already answered many questions. Some I didn't even know I had. Everything from my why some of your fingerings are so different to how to hear inner voices to to how to deal with injuries. Thank you. And thank you very much for the Bellman Toccata. I actually learned it many years ago when I was still taking organ lessons. I started lessons 18 years ago at age 48. I played it for a Halloween postlude one year at my church and they brought the Sunday school in to listen so I really pulled out all the stops at the end but I'm very glad to to have your fingering I've been uh, on retirement vacation for many months because of numbness in my hands so I've been trying new fingerings as I ease back into things Long story, but I think uh, I've been using too much piano technique on the organ all these years and it's taken its toll, especially as my muscles and joints age. Thinking of a question for you is a little like having to choose one wish for a fairy fairy godmother. But here, here it goes. One of my current struggles is being a better listener at concerts and recitals, where the music is unfamiliar. I've learned a lot about Baroque, classical, romantic music, but I don't know how to fully appreciate early music, especially music written before tempering. Do you have any suggestions for how to approach this? Recommendations for good listening collections of music? using specific modes of styles. Uh, All this uh, will also help me to better appreciate organ improvisations and modern music. Many, many thanks again for all you do. Best wishes to you both, Barbara. What do you think, Osha? Very nice letter and very interesting question, actually. Well, you know, in order to be able better to understand early music you would probably need to listen to some recordings of uh, this music performed on original instruments on historical instruments because this makes all the difference in the world on the modern music performed early music doesn't sound well enough or not as well as it should sound on the original instruments what do you think about that with us? With a few exceptions. If music is uh, uh, more familiar to the modern airs, let's say the style is more familiar, the one of Johann Sebastian Bach's, then it sounds well on almost any type of instrument, right? Yes, that's true, but I'm talking about even earlier music. Mm-hmm. Like all those, you know, Robert's Bridge, Codex, and that kind of music. Yes, we have to understand here that people who wrote similar pieces 700 years ago were living in a times that mentality was closer to pagans uh, at the 
uh, ages before Christ than uh, in, to our modern days because they, they were um, basically completely as they say world conscious uh, they, they believed in higher powers and uh, today's people uh, still do believe but they also believe in technology and science um, so it's uh, it's a, it was very different world and the function of music was very different back then. It wasn't for entertainment like it is mostly today. Yes, but still, I often think about people in those times. Imagine you live in sort of like a village somewhere, work hard, you know, to make a living for you possible, and you go to church on Sunday, and it's a nice building with golden everywhere and nice windows stained glass windows and beautiful altar and organ and it plays the music and you no know, otherwise it was probably the only chance for people to hear some some music and it should sound for them just as a miracle i believe so and in general to experience art the church was probably the only uh, one of the very very few opportunities in those days and you know, in churches you don't have like places to sit, no benches, so you would just have to stand up or kneel. For a long time. For a long time, yes. Because, because services were very long, three hours. That's right, and I, I'm just thinking this organ music must sound for them as no something from the heaven. Definitely, especially if the organ is high in the balcony. People are facing the altar at all times. They don't see the music coming uh, uh, from from the balcony. They only hear this roar of this magnificent instrument. And they think it's a voice of angels sometimes or yes. even God. Yes, that's right. So I would suggest some recordings, actually, some, some, some historical recordings to listen to. And in general, you know, the more you listen to a particular piece the better you get acquainted with it, the better you can appreciate it. Uh, do you think that listening is enough or should people uh, play it? Well, it would be excellent if we could play it too. Then you could know the piece from inside out. Play it and think about it, uh, right? Like uh, uh, deeply think about what's happening in this music. Not on the emotional level that uh, you would think I like it or I don't like it but think about what is actually happening in musical terms yes that's right and you know on modern instruments you don't have such a big difference between consonances and dissonances but if you know listen to that music on the historical plate on the historical instruments so you know listen to the recordings you can actually very well define consonances and dissonances and it's such a difference between them that it just no astonishes you uh, for most people they don't have everyday experience with with historical temperaments right yes that's right what sometimes they have they have recordings uh, but they practice on modern day instruments uh, like uh, maybe practice organs, maybe electronic organs. Mm, they could have some samples from historical temperaments, 
on on uh, virtual organs uh, i believe yes it's it getting it's getting close then uh, the experiments of course uh, the touch is not there at all uh, it's not the same as clav playing clavichord or historical italian organ or, or or french or or german or or spanish or dutch organ they are all very very different right so what people could do they sometimes could try to go on tours yes that's a good idea uh, if, if they could save enough money once in a while uh, and go with organist group or not even organists some people just are lovers of organ music there and and it's like organ tourism, I think, in Europe. That's right. So, before going to con- concert, if you could get a program in advance, that would be a great deal. You could listen to those pieces before going to actual recital, maybe play them, set, read them through. Exactly. Uh, do some research about the composers and about the music. Uh, a lot of early music is online, for, available yes. for free, on Petrucci Music Library, which is available at imslp.org so you can do lots of uh, findings there and uh, and they have even manuscripts of facsimiles of yes. old autographs so enjoy uh, deciphering old tabl- tablatures and notations that are unfamiliar to modern eyes um, what else can we point out a few of the uh, excellent performers, of course, who recorded some, some fantastic early music? Definitely. What's your favorite? Harald Vogel, probably. Uh, you know, there are many, but yes. Some, yes. S- some organists and performers you should not miss. Harald Vogel is one. In the States, it would be Kimberly Marshall. Uh, definitely. Then uh, Bill Porter. Sure. What about Peter Dirksen? He is wonderful too. What about uh, uh, Peter Van Dyke? I love him. <laughs> uh, what about Pamela Reuter Finstra? Yeah, she's excellent, in especially in Tundra's work. Uh, what else? We could go on for hours, yes, and it's and it's 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 very risky because while mentioning some of our yes, favorites, we don't we want won't to offend the others. Yes. So, guys, what you should do is check out a few organ academies in Europe, in Gothenburg International Organ Academy, then there is Smarano Organ Academy in Italy, and there is. Um, in the Netherlands, Alkmaar uh, Organ Festival, I think uh, they call it. So ch- check out all those teachers and organists who are presenting them and are teaching in master classes. Everyone there is worth of your attention and will expand your musical horizons. That's right. Ton Kopman, of course. Sure. Uh, so there are so many. Uh, Gustav Leonard um, and uh, and we could go on and on but but of course you can do uh, your you can find your own favorites yourself yes 
Uh, okay, guys, we hope this was helpful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And most importantly, apply our tips in your practice. Because when you practice, miracles happen.